the Seven Kingdoms will follow. Aquaman 2 is a film that, let's just say, has had a turbulent development. Although the sequel was greenlit almost immediately following the success of Aquaman 1, which honestly, I still don't quite understand. Like, it was a pretty good film, but it wasn't amazing. In any case, over a billion dollars made at the box office. Yeah, DC was like, uh, we'll take another please. But then like basically any Hollywood project, the whole pandemic thing kind of put a wrench in its development. Couple that with the fact that one of Aquaman's lead stars, Amber Heard, was in the midst of a very messy and very public court case against her ex Johnny Depp. The studio understandably not thinking it's the best idea to spotlight an actress that it seems like almost half of the planet at this point has promised to boycott. Uh, yeah, they did advise that, hey, maybe there should be some rewrites when it comes to her involvement in the sequel. I'm guessing that was just really messy to deal with behind the scenes. And speaking of DC and behind the scenes, uh, the release of Aquaman 2 also comes at a very weird point for the studio where James Gunn has now taken over creative direction. It kind of seems like Aquaman is essentially a lame duck film, a new chapter for a universe that basically no longer exists or is being reworked entirely. It's just left Aquaman 2 in a really weird place. And even though it's only been five years or only been. It's been five years since the first Aquaman film was released. I feel like Aquaman 2 has so frequently been referred to as a film that's coming in the future one day. It's kind of ephemeral, often pushed back, often subjected to rewrites or reshoots that I'm actually going to find it strange when this film is out in cinemas or, you know, on streaming when it is just a film that exists that people can watch. And unfortunately, at least for people like Jason Momoa, what I want to talk about today is the fact that it seems like the studio kind of agrees with me in that they are not confident at all that this film is going to be a success. And in fact, there are even rumors out there that the studio is so skeptical about how this film is going to perform at the box office that they're not even bothering to market it. We have this article from my favorite. I highly recommend you guys follow follow the site bounding into comics. Rumor, Warner Brothers not marketing Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom because they know it's bad, they know it'll lose money. So according to this article, quote, this latest rumor comes after a report from The Hollywood Reporter's Boris Kitt, which claimed that the film underwent its third set of reshoots since it finished principal photography in January 2022. The previous two reshoots took place between the summer of 2022 and the beginning of 2023 and were done due to the film receiving uninspiring test screenings. Kitt also detailed an insider who allegedly in informed him that this third set of reshoots was being undertaken due to the issue story clarity. When it comes to a marketing budget for a movie, the general rule of thumb that Hollywood seems to follow is that you essentially double a film's budget. So if you spent $50 million making a movie, you're gonna spend another $50 million marketing the movie. And right now it's reported that Aquaman cost around $200 million to make. Now, do I believe that number, especially with all the reports of reshoots that we've seen? Uh, Personally, I think that number is probably artificially low, but still whatever. Assuming that Aquaman cost $200 million to make, that means if we follow Hollywood's usual logic, they would be spending $200 million on marketing. But my question to you guys, everyone who's watching this at home, is uh, have you seen a lot of marketing for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom? I mean, yeah, the film's coming 
coming out in December, so we're not there yet. I mean, we are most of the way through October. I think it would be pretty reasonable that we would start to see a marketing push, but I at least haven't really seen that. And yes, perhaps I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just not looking in the right places. I'm not seeing the marketing presence, or maybe they are just saving a big ad spend for once we get closer to the release date. But personally, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if the executives at this point, after all of the headache this film has given them, have just decided, yeah, you know what? It's better to cut our losses just release it as is. Don't spend an extra $200 million that's going to put us in the red even more. And, you know, let the chips fall where they may. And that kind of brings us to the issue of what the quality of Aquaman 2 is even going to be. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there is a better way to break your bad habits. And we're not talking about some mind voodoo or attempt at positive brainwashing or anything like that. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume. You see, Fume looks at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad? from your habit. Fume is an innovative award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural delicious flavors. You get the idea. Instead of bad, fume is just good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and it makes replacing your bad habit easier. And the way it works is that your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts. And there's also magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. This thing is weighted, well-balanced, and it's just definitely a lot of fun to play with if you are someone who needs something to do with your hands. It's also made with real wood and it's just, you're you're gonna feel cool using it. Stopping is something a lot of people put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy. And heck, not only that, but it's enjoyable and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that that can't be you as well. So join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use the code Lauren to save 10% off when you get the journey pack. That's tryfum.com and use code Lauren to save an additional 10% off your order today. And a huge thank you to Fume for sponsoring this video. I don't know about you guys, but anytime I hear that a film has had to undergo reshoots, it's kind of a red flag in my mind. And I mean, sure, not all reshoots are created equal, but in general, they tend to mean that there was a problem with the script, with the story that they've only really realized after editing. And so they need to go back and try to patch up their mistake and as cheap as a way possible. It's not really an inspiring thing to hear about an upcoming movie. And it especially seems like a red flag once you find out there were not one, but two, but three rounds of reshoots. And heck, on top of that, three rounds of reshoots and test screenings are still not going great. And actually, Bounding Into Comics explains that Big Screen Leaks has also seemingly corroborated this claim, writing, here's a reason I've been avoiding any questions about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, but since viewer non put it out there, it brings me no joy to back him up and tell you that test screenings for this film have not been good. Really hoping Juan fixes his movie before December, the scooper added. And the idea that there have been issues with this movie, that there are changes they have need to make along the way is something that even the director himself has confirmed. Even James Wan himself has previously said he had to make adjustments all along the way in order to adapt for the various visions for DC with the constant changing of leadership. Wan said, the DCU has been through lots of different versions, and one of the things that was challenging about this film was keeping track of what's going on. Wow, sounds like 
project's going great. By the way, specifically when it comes to test screenings, there have been reports that people have actually been walking out of screenings of Aquaman. As Screen Geek has previously posted, a new rumor claims that a scene in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, i.e. Aquaman 2, has caused viewers to walk out. Now, in the interest of not revealing any spoilers about the film, even if it's just a rumor at this point, I'm not gonna go into exactly what the alleged scene that caused people to walk out of the film is, but I mean, if it's true, let's just say it would in fact be a very disturbing scene to see in any movie, but especially a DC film, which you would not expect to be so dark. So when it comes to Aquaman 2, we have the reshoots, we have the DC universe kind of in the air. But we'd also be remiss if we didn't talk about the Amber Heard factor. Ever since Amber Heard's, let's just say, history with Johnny Depp uh, started making headlines, there have been fans out there who've been calling for her to be removed entirely from Aquaman 2, which if you've seen Aquaman 1 and you understand her role is kind of tricky because she's sort of a big deal. For a while, there were rumors that she was going to be recast uh, by the likes specifically of Amelia Clark. But that never happened and it seems that instead the studio has gone the route of keeping her in the film but trying to minimize her presence as much as possible. And you may be wondering why the studio chose to do that, especially it seems like even they acknowledged in the first movie she wasn't the best fit anyway. The issue of chemistry, did the two have chemistry? Um, you know, I think editorially they were able to, to make that relationship work in the first movie, but there was a concern that it took a lot of effort to get there. And would we be better off recasting, finding someone who had better, more natural chemistry with Jason Momoa? So if she wasn't even that great in the first movie and now she has all this controversy attached to her, why would you keep Amber Heard around at all? Well, according to reports, and yes, I know it's kind of frustrating that so much to do with this movie is just rumor at this point, but it's alleged that actually Elon Musk he is the reason that she is still in this film. According to this article, it says a report from Variety's Tatiana Siegel claims that Heard was nearly fired from the film and that the studio even sent a letter to her attorney informing him that Heard would be let go due to a lack of chemistry. But it's written that, quote, unfortunately, the studio never pulled the trigger on firing Heard because her former boyfriend, Elon Musk, had one of his litigators send a scorched earth letter to Warner Brothers threatening to burn the house down if the actress wasn't brought back for a sequel. I love a lot of what Elon Musk does and stands for, but I have to say the man has terrible taste in women. And I, I'm not just talking about Amber Heard here. It seems like there's a pattern. But in any case, that means this film has, on top of everything, also had to deal with litigious billionaires weighing in on who should and should not be part of the project. That's just, that is so much scandal and dysfunction for a single film to go through. But whatever, now we are two months out from its release date. The film is finished, or at the very least, I hope to God it's finished by now. And it seems like even Jason Momoa's role in the DC universe, which previously we had been told uh, was secure, is also up in the air. This rumor, and yes, granted it is the rumor, so take it with a whole shaker full of salt, says Aquaman being in the DCU is fully dependent on the film's box office. Earlier this year, he was in the plans for DCU, but as each DC film flopped, they're not worried that Aquaman isn't guaranteed money anymore, and if it flops, he'll be recast. And now it would be easy to dispel these rumors because for his part, Momoa has been very sure that, no, he is here to stay in DC. I love James Gunn, and so there's gonna be some really cool things, what they're doing with the DC, and I definitely will be in more than just one, there's room for me to play even a couple different roles. I've seen other actors do it. Yeah, I want a shot. So with Momoa himself saying that his future in the DC universe is set in stone, it would be very easy to say that this person online doesn't know what they're talking about, but keep in mind. Henry Cavill was also sure he would be returning as Superman and Gal Gadot had previously been told that she was remaining Wonder Woman. So will Jason Momoa be sticking around if Aquaman flops, which honestly I think is very likely. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I just feel like everything 
can do with Aquaman 2 has been such a complete mess. I will be impressed if what ends up on screen is even remotely coherent. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, I would love to hear your thoughts. Are you excited for Aquaman 2? Uh, do you think that this Frankenstein's monster of a movie is going to be successful? Let me know down below. That's it for now though. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.